Howdy, Yokes. Before we get started today, we just wanted to let you know that if this is your first episode listening to Bacon and Eggs, thank you so, so much. We have all sorts of cool things that are part of the Bacon and Eggs community, and we would love for you to be a part of them. Listen to this episode and try a few more, and if you really like us, maybe consider joining us over on Patreon at patreon.com slash bacon and eggs. Check out our $3 tier that gets you access to our Discord server, which is the greatest community on the internet. I'm literally not even kidding. They are the nicest, most positive human beings in the world, and you will absolutely love them. Thank you so much for listening, and thank you so much for listening. Seriously, just thank you for listening. You're the best. Howdy, yokes, and welcome back to Bacon and Eggs. I'm Tyler Carlin. And I'm Ethan Hill. And today we're saving the galaxy. Or maybe we're taking our place with the Sith. So trust your friends. And be a Skywalker. Because today we're bringing you... Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker. Oh, it says Skywalker twice in the intro. Huh, yeah, I didn't even mean to do that. That's why I said it like that. <laughs> the rise of Skywalker. That's why anyway, I said it in the du- I've already said Skywalker once way. <laughs> Directed by J.J. Abrahams, uh, which J.J. Abrams, Abrams, J.J. Abrams, uh, released J. December, Jonah ni- Abrams. December 19th, 2019 or 20th. Oh, it's I don't released know. the 20th. Yeah, it's released the 20th. Released the 20th, tomorrow. 2019, which as of this recording is tomorrow. Uh, it was on what I can only imagine is at least a clean three. $25 million budget, but we have no confirmed number there. Uh, it has made money worldwide, I'm positive. It's probably uh, already made that back. I don't know. That would be an insane preview number. Right, well, no, because considering weekend pre-sales, like, people bought tickets already. That's true. I, we'll find out on Monday. Uh, it's got a 56% audience ra- or critic rating on Rotten Tomatoes and an 88% audience rating on Rotten Tomatoes and a 53 on Metacritic. Now, Ethan, before we get into our review and our takedown, let's hear from a professional critic do you have a negative review from uh the, the the world of professional critics i do have a negative review from the world of professional critics uh tyler and i were forced to watch this movie from pretty much the front row of our theater because apparently you have to get there over half an hour early to even get a seat uh at the theater that has never allowed us in more than eight minutes before showtime before um correct whatever yeah. anyway mm-hmm. so since we watched this from the front row we're gonna read your review from somebody else watches Movies from the front row. That's Richard Brody of The New Yorker, known movie, especially sequel, hater. And he says this, The hermetic logic of the plot is as impeccable as it is ridiculous. It's a drama crafted with robotic insularity for the consumption of viewers being rendered robotic at each moment of the soullessly uniform spectacle. Prototypical non-condroidist! <laughs> you know nothing of Arter Skywalker that you couldn't learn from a trendy hit underground hipster fashion magazine. Uh, you gonna talk about hot topic now? I don't know the rest. Of the, you're, you're the one that knows the words to admit it by saying anything. Vacuous soldier of the hot topic Gestapo. It's thrift store Gestapo. It is, but you put all sorts of fun stuff in there. So I figured uh, they sell they sell Star Wars stuff at Hot Topic. I, all I, I changed was Skywalker. I don't know the words though. Oh, you changed more than that. Well, whatever. Uh, it's a song that came out like 15 years ago. We're talking about a movie that came out today, tomorrow actually. I have a positive review from Peter Bradshaw at The Guardian. Uh, this is just a blurb, but he says, It's such fun, full of the rackety exuberance of the now-forgotten Saturday morning movie serials that were an influence on George Lucas. Sure. 
guy. Sure. <laughs> what Peter Bradshaw is saying is that this movie is as good as Serial. Yeah, I would say that. There's many, many serials that this movie is better than. Like episodes of Serial? Uh, I'm in the I mean, the yes, there, there are lots of serial. episodes of Serial that I would rather watch The Rise of Skywalker. There are also more, <laughs> or there are many serials that I would rather watch The Rise of Skywalker than eat. So, uh, let's get to a binary review, Ethan. Do you feel like people need to see this movie? Yeah. Uh, yeah, if you've seen any of the other ones, yeah, you gotta see this one. Yeah, you gotta see it. It's a one, one from me. Yeah, one, one city for sure. This is a, this is a. All right, let's just, you know what? If you're listening to this, um, you've already clicked through the tag which at says spoiler full review. Uh, but this episode is gonna have all kinds of spoilers in it because we're incapable of talking about movies without spoiling them because. That's the whole point, is to yeah, talk about this, the movie. This conversation is for those who have seen it. Yep, 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 yep. Or who don't have any intention of seeing it, but just want to listen to us talk about Star Wars, which if you're here for the tangents, you're probably not going to get many. Because we just saw the know, movie man. about 11 minutes ago. But this this is how the Bacon and Eggs was born. So let me... This is how the Bacon and Eggs was born. <laughs> yeah. Was to well, go to the movie at never this once specific referred to it as theater. The Bacon and Eggs. I just want the you to... The Bacon and Eggs. <laughs> the Bacon and Eggs University. The Bacon and Eggs implies that we have to find a the... Like another human being to represent the article. Seamus Gorman. Seamus Gorman is the 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 ampersand. We can't have Seamus Gorman be two things. <laughs> we both. I get two syllables. Why doesn't he? That they're two words. This isn't Mandarin. It's not how we define like things. Said, like I said, the bacon and eggs. Uh, what does the bacon and eggs think about this movie? Because I think it's flipping fantastic. I think it is flipping fantastic. I want to speak to the Rotten Tomatoes critics score. You speak to it then. You look at it in deadly eyes and you say, score? We need to talk. S score? No, no, I don't think we do. I think, uh, listen, I can see a week from now the fandom just exploding in hate for this film. I, I can see it. I can see especially those of us who love of the last jedi not liking this movie oh yeah this, I, I, this undid almost everything that the last jedi did the, uh, didn't undo that awesome cinematography it you can't forget that it didn't undo that awesome cinematography uh, no it, it didn't undo the last jedi but it, like it there were many many moments of like jj abrams looking at ryan johnson across the universe and being like hey bud not what i told you to do <laughs> i feel like I feel like J.J. Abrams sat down with Ryan Johnson and was like, "I really like you. Do whatever you want. I, I trust you. I, there's no way you'll you'll, uh, you'll do anything I can't I can't refix in, uh, in the last one. Maybe they won't even let me do the last one. So like, well, I mean, whatever. It's he, here's yeah, now. He wasn't slate. He quit. Like, yeah. They were gonna get <laughs> Colin then, Trevorrow to do the last one. The guy that does the new new Jurassic Park movies. Oh, that would have been bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's that's actually how the Ryan Johnson uh, hate slinging the last week got um, turned up was because they they missed appropriated a Daisy Ridley quote saying she was really relieved to have J.J. Abrams back and they took it to mean instead of Ryan Johnson but she meant instead of Colin Trevorrow somebody she's never worked with right I, I can see them not liking it I, I, I can I can see I a lot know. of people not liking it I can I can tell you there are people out there that have left the theater already saying screw this movie screw the whole franchise not my ending not my ending uh, they'll be like I, I, the, I know that people will say the Snoke thing was stupid the Palpatine thing was stupid although the Palpatine thing was awesome and then Ray has him you know like destroy himself is so so genius and it, it so well mirrors the damage he does to himself in revenge of the sith which is so so good and there's all the voices from the jedi which is so so good oh this and, is a uh, this is a revenge of the sith fanfic if it's anything yeah like which I, f fun fact ethan tyler carlin stands oh revenge i know of you the do. sith 
I know you do. Um, this I, is I, like, listen. I said this out when we got out of the theater to your brothers who were just standing there, but I, I said this, this is what a new Star Wars movie would look like in the canon of the original Star Wars movies. Because, like if they weren't like, just an homage. Obviously The Force Awakens is pretty much a shot-for-shot remake of A New Hope. Nobody's pretending that it's not. Like there's not yeah, a whole well, lot of new beats there. And they're the Last both Jedi, great. <laughs> the Last Jedi really isn't a Star Wars movie. But this is this is everything a Star Wars movie could and should be while moving the story forward and concluding it. And concluding it. And I like that... I like the grand misconception in the Star Wars community that the story is about Vader the villain. The story is about Palpatine the villain. Yes. this That confirmed this. Yes. <laughs> when Palpatine's like, every voice you've ever heard inside your head was me. Yeah. That really hurts. Yeah. Ian McDermott is the best. <laughs> Can you imagine that dude in anything else? No. Has he done anything else? Like, you go to the theater and all of a sudden he's playing Jack Black's dad. I'm sure that somewhere there is, like, a British rom-com where he is, like, the chuckly old man about town. You know what's funny is his uh, his headshot is just, like, a shot from an event. And he's just, like, smiling at the camera, wearing a nice jacket. I'm sure he's an absolutely... This is the way... To, to, be, to play a villain on screen, you have to be a great guy. It's, like, a requirement. You have to be, yeah. like, the cast favorite person. Oh, yeah. Always. So I think that's, because that's what I'm saying. Like he, scene, I'm sure he's a jovial old guy who just loves Star Wars. They keep calling him and he's just like, of course. Of course I'll do more Star Wars. I, I love Star Wars. This is the best. There is, there is, uh, hold on. I'm trying to find the, uh, there are no rom-coms. Ian McDermott was found to be Emperor Palpatine, basically. And that's, that's pretty much all he's ever that's done. Awesome. He did like, he did a bunch of Shakespeare stuff or like, classic literature stuff so there's like great expectations yeah uh macbeth uh things like that man of the the... stage yes storied hero of stage and screen joins the cast of star wars yeah oh man um but boy oh boy did i enjoy this two and a half hours of cinema i remember like I don't have, I don't wear a watch and I turn my phone straight up off at the movies, especially it's something I'm excited to see like this. Uh, so I had no idea what time it was, but I was watching it and I was like, I, I don't know how long we've been sitting here, but I don't want it to end. I, I want it to keep going. It was definitely I, a shorter movie than I expected. Yes. Like yes, we, it was. We were out of there much, much quicker than I would have thought because we got a lot of previews. We did get a lot of previews. We we did indeed get a lot of previews. It is only two and a half hours. And that, it, it seems crazy that it's even two and a half hours. I would agree. I would a hundred percent agree. Like that was a quick two and a half hours. Like they, you know, when they when they announced that Avengers Endgame was going to be three hours and two minutes long, you know, I I I, I truly felt every minute of that, especially the third and fourth times I saw it in theaters. But like this, oh, this I'm, just went. It is non freaking yeah. stop. It is like action scene on action yeah, scene on action scene from the very beginning because it starts scene. it starts the way every Star Wars movie does, which it's like let's read. It's such a wild yeah. way to start these movies. And there's there's so much that happens between movies between every Star Wars movie. They literally set. Up the plot of like Emperor Palpatine. The whole world has heard a cry of Emperor Palpatine across the galaxy, and now Kylo Ren has gone off in search to find his destiny and destroy the threat to his power. I'm like, you can't just say that. Supreme Leader Kylo yeah, Ren. Supreme Leader Kylo Ren, and it like it it, it capitalizes things. <laughs> just like this yes. is important. Oh my gosh. We, okay. We head now Undeni- to Tatooine, a city on the grow. Undeniably an excellent film. Can I can I provide a few critiques, a few quid pro quo, if a you few wanna. things that I was yeah, like. Yeah, you can do that. 
that I was like, I wish you would have done this. I mean, I listen, I if I could write stories as good as J.J. Abrams, I would not be doing this podcast for a few thousand people. I would, <laughs> I would ever, be writing stories have you ever like J.J. Abrams. Abrams' TED Talk. No, it's the craziest thing because he does a TED Talk on like how to write stories like J.J. Abrams. Oh wow! And it's 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 the least useless, least useful thing you've ever heard because he's like step well, one. Have my brain. Yeah. <laughs> Step one I'm is sure just never, is. never have the voices in your head stop talking to you. Right. You, you uh, put, the, put the voices in a box and make the box write the books. <laughs> um, so obviously things I couldn't change, but it, uh, there was a there was a fan service thing I was expecting and didn't get. Um, when and, and I thought it would have been so easy to implement. Um, and that was when they get on the speeders in. Oh gosh, I don't even know what the planet is, but you, you know what I'm talking about. When they hop on the speeders and fit and uh, Poe knows how to repair them, I wanted them to be pod racers so bad. Yeah, that would have been dumb as heck. Why? Why would they be pod racers? Because they're just speeders on this weird planet. Uh, yeah, but pod racers are like a specific Phantom Menace thing. I don't know. I would have liked to have seen it. I thought it would have been like a cool callback. Yeah, but that's like that's like saying there's no speeders anywhere else. There's just pod racers. Yeah, I suppose. Uh, what was the other thing that I wanted, Ethan? I have no idea. It's Carrie Russell. Who? Carrie Russell. Who's Carrie Russell? Carrie Russell was Zuri. Who is that? The, the no, I know who Zuri is, but who is Carrie Russell? The, uh, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Mm, uh, that doesn't do it. That Dawn no. of Waitress, 2007. Mission Impossible 3. No, I've seen this uh, woman in something, though. The Americans. I don't know what, but yeah, I've definitely seen her in something. Scrubs. Okay, I, you're not helping. I don't know. I, I, I definitely, I've heard of this she person. She looks familiar. Yes. I would agree with that. She was in two episodes of Scrubs, which is enough for me to know her from that. (laughs) Apparently she had a pretty big role in Mission Impossible 3. I mean, okay. That's like, just it's tell- like somebody being like, oh, you know somebody, she was a Bond girl. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> cool. Which one? Oh, Thunderball? You-, you think I know the plot of Thunderball off the dome? I do think in 2020 I'm like there will be a- mom that's like, Thunderball's the one that does this. From the other room. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. I do know the plot of Thunderball off the dome. I do know the, the plot dome, of Thunderball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um... Ah, it turns out I do know the plot of Thunderball. <laughs> just Did you up. get that text? No, I just looked oh. it up. Uh, anyway, 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 anyway. Carrie Russell is uh, Zuri. Um, what do you think of Zuri's character? Yeah, I mean, it, it was it was almost there. Like, we got a lot I, of Poe development that I feel like they're going to try to spin into something. No, I think... Well, I, I would be surprised if, but... I would be surprised if, but that's what it felt like. Like, I, I, I was I was kind of like, why are you telling us so much about Poe? This is the end of the thing. I think it's to wrap up the loose ends, because if you watch Force Awakens and somebody's like, oh yeah, the, the new trilogy is great. It's about these three heroes. And you watch the Force Awakens for the first time, you'd be like, it's about Finn and... Re- Who the heck is Poe? Poe is Han. I get that. But when, like at the end, when I first saw Force Awakens at the end, uh, Poe is talking to uh, Finn and he's like, oh, my jacket looks great on you. I was like, Who are you? You! Oh, uh, you got it. No, this, that's a lie. You're lying. You're straight up lying to the people right now. You know who Poe Dameron is. He was a huge part of the movie. No, he's not. Yes, he's he there is. At the beginning. He was like, he was literally credit. like my favorite character coming out of Force Awakens. I was like, man, no, he's he new Han Solo. This is so cool. Yeah, Oscar Isaac's great. I'm a big fan. I saw somebody, also, you know I saw a- somebody today that had Oscar Isaac listed as their all-time favorite actor. And I was like, that's no, so wild. It's just not possible. He's great. I, has he been in a bunch of stuff? I think he's been in a bunch of stuff. He's also doing Star Wars. Hey, John Boyega, you want to do something, bud? Oh, he was in the Adams family as Gomez Adams. Yeah, he's he's it's great, man. That's what I'm saying. He's in a bunch of stuff. He did like a I think he's he's got like a a role this year that he's supposed to get nominated for best actor for. 
Maybe next uh, year. Maybe maybe something. Maybe frontier? something that just happened. A triple Frontier know. doesn't sound like a, a Oscar film. Looks like a pretty a pretty standard rough and tough war movie. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. I have no idea. Quite the cast: Ben Affleck, Oscar Isaac, and nobody else. Oh, Pedro Pascal. I get him and Pedro Pascal mixed up a lot. I do too. Yeah, I don't Pedro know. Pedro Pascal, like a... the guy is he? What is he in? Is he in The Mandalorian? Uh is that him? Yeah. Well, he I, is I was the gonna say because you don't know him from Game of Thrones, so I wouldn't. He was in Beale Street. I didn't see that though. Uh, I did. Anyway, I, I know. I know. I know. Pedro Pascal from a bunch of stuff. I just didn't think you, you wouldn't know him from Game of Thrones. So that's why I was like, you you ripped that name off. Like, oh, Pedro Pascal is a famous person. So I figured he had to have been in the Mandalorian. So I knew there was somebody like that in the Mandalorian. He yeah, he is behind the mask in the Mandalorian. But that's enough. Oh, he is uh, the Mandalorian. Yes. Oh, I still haven't seen a single second of that show. It's pretty good. You're gonna you're gonna like. I've seen the first three episodes. Uh, at this point, I'm uh, just waiting for it to finish so I can just crack it off in one go. It is quick. They're yeah. short, short episodes. That's what I'm saying. It turns it, out somebody's like, yeah, there's 30, Wars, 40 minutes. And I was like, there's going to be how many? Eight? Yeah, I'll just wait for eight and just do it. The, yeah, it turns out Star Wars, very expensive thing to make. Very expensive. Yeah, I mean, you got to do a lot of things to do Star Wars. Like, yeah. Because the, the, the whole thing about Star Wars is like none of it's green screened. Well, the, well. A good bit of it's green screen. Well, in the new ones, yeah, but like even the new ones do a lot of like even if it's green screen, they make it look like it's practical effects. Yeah, like with it's um, crazy about what's his name. Phantom Fra- Menace had an astonishing number of practical effects. Yeah, but Phantom Menace had a, an astonishing number of CGI effects as well. Yes, yes, it so did. did Attack of the Clones. Oh god, like, what's his name? Uh, the the little dude. Uh, Frick, Bodo Frick, Bodo. What is his name? I couldn't tell the, you, but the, I the liked droid him. Repairer. Yeah, he I looked, liked him. He he looked like an old school Star worst thing he looked like a puppet he might have been a yes puppet. could have been I, I i if he is that's awesome um back to rise of skywalker i thought i thought that character was cool uh the shuri character i think the reason that we give it so much poe dameron backstory is because like i was saying yeah you could maybe come out of the other movies and like it but you you have to go in operating under the impression that there will be no more skywalker saga stories there is mandalorian takes place during skywalker saga but you still have to like i don't know to me it's like you need to wrap up the loose ends because once thanos is gone this chapter is over you know what i'm saying right now we're now we're moving on to something else but like i didn't necessarily think that um that they really needed more post. Like I, I'm not, I'm not mad by any means, but it just seemed like it seemed like a lot of post story to not really go anywhere with. Yeah, I'm curious as to how knowing that knowledge will shape my view of the character rewatching the trilogy as a whole. I mean, I don't think that there was any big leaps they made there. Poe is obviously a shifty guy before he joined the resistance, just like Han. He's a good pilot. Yeah, he's a good pilot. Fun fact, J.J. Abrams voiced the the Luxo droid, little lamp guy. Yeah. Dio. Dio. Is there a that is a cool It's D, D, capital D dash capital O. You think so? I'm reading it. Oh, okay. Well, that's weird because like R2 is A-R-T-O-O. Yeah. That's, uh, that's like a goof though. No, it's a script thing. Oh. Okay, that was it. Yeah. Yeah. If you write the like the spelling of it out, it makes the script length better match the length of the film. Like it's easier to gotcha. guess how long the film will be. That was the reasoning there. Gotcha. Okay. Is there a Dio Legos? That's what I re- not yet. There was a lot. There's a lot of Lego sets in this movie. There was, was a like, lot oh, of Lego oh, sets in this movie. Hey, Tyler, I tweeted about this, but uh, I just wanted your opinion on it. Why do Tie Fighters scream like that? Because we've got we've got nine movies now, no answers to why do Tie Fighters scream like that. I my impression was always 
always that that is the way that like a shape that looks like that would cut the air. Of course, there's no air in space, but Leia and, and could fly also, in space. Also, the different ones, the different ones that are shaped different sound the same because the bombers sound the same as the Tie Fighters, and Kylo Ren's Tie Fighter sounded the same. So we can only ascertain that if it's not from the way that it cuts the air, then it can only be the design of the exhaust system. Yeah. But why? <laughs> to, to what? I mean, I get it's just like whatever his name was, that the, the, the sound guy, the sound guy, Brad Burt, I think Bert was his Nerny? name. No, no, no. I think his name was Brad Burt. Oh, oh. Uh, Bill Burt. Uh, <laughs> the sound guy. The sound guy. Like the original like sound engineer who made the lightsaber noise with a 16 millimeter projector and a chainsaw. Well, Brad Burt is a data analyst for Fidelity Investments in Grapevine, Texas. <laughs> Okay. So I don't I don't think it's him. It's probably not him. It's somebody Burt. I don't. There's a lot of I can't look up this movie because there's a million people that worked on this movie. Like this is a long 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 list of casts, not casts, like like staff. Like What's crew. something what's something you didn't get here that you wanted? There wasn't anything. This ended exactly how I wanted it to end. Like I couldn't have drawn this story out this way, but like this was a a satisfactory ending that left me wanting nothing else. I could probably come up with something if I sat down and like thought it, but I don't really want to follow that thread. I, I okay. So I've I've already made the decision that I liked this movie. Yeah. I left the theater knowing that I liked it. I know that there will be arguments made and there will be some good points and I'm like, yeah, that's a pretty good point. But I, I've decided that I liked it. And I'm going to stick to that decision. Fun fact. Uh, the two people in this movie that were uncredited were Harrison Ford, Han Solo, uncredited, and Lin-Manuel Miranda, soldier, uncredited. Really? <laughs> you go, Lin. He was just like, I just want to do the thing. I knew that he was... Uh, on set with J.J. Abrams at some point and he tweeted about it and he even followed that tweet up with like oh god no yeah no I'm not uh uh-uh, uh no but I, I was <laughs> uh-uh. here and they had a costume uh uh-uh. uh <laughs> that would be wild <laughs> If like Kylo Ren takes the helmet off again, and all of a sudden instead of <laughs> instead of Adam Driver, it's Lin Manuel Miranda. Miranda, and he's like, "I am not throwing away my shot." And then he attacks. Oh, that would have been amazing. If Ray's just like, "You disgust me," and he just pulls the helmet off, like, "Oh, so you disgust me?" <laughs> right. Of course, he's not. He didn't play Burr, but I. If you think I know who said that, the I, line is I Burr. Made, you I, disgust I, me. I belabored a <laughs> Hamilton joke just now. You're gonna have to give me that one. I'll give it to you. I'll give you the Hamilton joke. God. Oh, my gosh. Anyway. Now, what if we replaced the Emperor with Aaron Burr throughout the whole story? He wouldn't have gotten very far. He he loses his first election. So, yeah. Senator of Naboo. Uh, well, no, he didn't lose his first election. But he loses the important election. So, he wouldn't have gotten Senator. Ben Burt is the dude's name, by the way. B-U-R-T-T. Ah. Known for I'm Sound glad. Department Wally 2008. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Wow! And he did not work on this movie or The Last Jedi. Uh, Mark Hamill. What about him? What, what did you think of Force Ghost Luke's return? I thought that, that was the biggest screw you to Ryan Johnson's whole thing. Oh, I, I thought when it, Luke it grabs a lightsaber, Luke. Luke grabs a lightsaber, and he's like, "The weapon of a Jedi deserves more respect." Well, that's because that's where he was in Last Jedi. I thought it was a, a nod nah, to Ryan Johnson. I, if anything, I, I, don't I thought... think that you. I think that you're looking at things that are 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 retcons as nods. I think it was a nod. I think I think Luke has an interesting and important arc from Last Jedi to the end of Rise of Skywalker. What did you? Oh, this I thought was very cool. Uh, talk about fan theories coming to life. Leia. Jedi training with a lightsaber. Yeah, that was wild. That was awesome. And they were just like, with they like, said it like it was so obvious. She was like, Leia's saber. And I was like, when did Leia get a saber? 
<laughs> Wait a second. Wait a second. This is not a thing. So the only thing that we didn't get that I wanted was either a green saber or for Ray to use the saber that she made. The gold one? Yeah. What would she have done though? I don't know. Just like just like murdered some sand people? <laughs> the women and the children <laughs> just for a, just for a little what, callback? What are you? A skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> Kill a sand person. But no, instead, it was the best scene ever. And she turns around with BB-8, and she looks off into the Tatooine dual sunset, and they play the, the, the thing. They play the thing. The theme. The Luke theme. The Luke theme. What? Do you, uh, so BB-8 being in that last scene, how did, that was all good for you? You weren't... There was no part of you that was like, why is there a droid? BB-8's her companion. He I was know. there from the first time Ray was introduced. I know. Well, no, he wasn't there then. I mean, okay. Like, he was pretty shortly after that and has not really left her side since then. Yeah, she did drop a tree on him. She did drop a tree on him. And Poe was mad about it. There was some, this was, uh, yeah, some good, some good quippy banter between, especially Poe and Finn. Yeah, I, that was a, a love relationship that I didn't, that I was hoping would pan out better. Yeah, when he's like, oh man, you're, you, you know, you're not Leia. And he's like, or I'm not Leia. And he's like, that's for damn sure. That was good. I was like, oh man, okay. Okay, Finn. Finn really comes into his own here. I was a big fan. Uh, there was no payoff so they, on the him telling Leia he loved her, or telling uh, uh, Ray that he loved her thing. I think... There was no payoff on that, and that was kind of weird, because they brought it up multiple times. Yes. I, I think they brought it up as banter. I think had he... Uh, all three movies, they give Finn like a female character to be like, this is your new person, and you're going right. to fall in love with them. Right, and, and he just keeps falling in love with Ray. And it never happens. And... I the, the 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 Ray and Kylo kiss was stupid. Oh, I disagree. Straight up, dumb dumb thing to put in there. That's the only thing. There it is. That is the thing I would change. I don't want the Raylos to be right, and it just didn't make any sense. Well, they're not right. It's not Kylo Ren, Ben Kenobi, or oh uh, yeah, because they're Solo. yeah, because they're gonna make that argument. The the, the Raylos right now are having a freaking field day, my dude. They are taking to Twitter, going, "Look how validated I am." Yeah, but it's not Ray Kylo. It's Ray Solo, and. You, you, ye Raylos, need to understand. It would have been Ray Kylo had had old girl been like, oh, pretty fangs. I would also like a double-bladed lightsaber. But then, like, he uh, dies immediately after that. What was the point of that? He's giving her the rest of his for his life force. This, you know, what I love about this is that this goes back to the when. Palpatine says the dark side of the force is a pathway to many abilities many consider to be unnatural. unnatural. Literally, like, you were sitting right next to me. I, like, kicked my popcorn over and, like, grabbed the edge of the seat. Yeah, I you was did like, that. <gasps> you did do that. <laughs> he said that they... I so, you were like, dying. Like, <laughs> I heard the popcorn and I just see you like... Argh! <laughs> I was like, is he choking? Me, like, what is happening? To me, this is such a big nod to the seduction of Darth Vader. I don't know. In 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 one, two, and three, and like you know, the influence of the middle chlorians to create life and to to keep others from dying. Yeah, I mean, they obviously had him say the thing as as a as a nod, as a continuation of that story. Oh, that was a slap in the face to George Lucas, director of Revenge of the Sith. No doubt about that. For sure. <laughs> If George Lucas wanted those movies to be good, he would have hired somebody else to do it like he did with Lawrence Kasdan. And uh, Irv Kirshner. Yeah. That's right, right? I got those right. Uh, I think Kasdan was a screenwriter, actually. Ir Irvin Kirshner is definitely the, the person. There was a different director for uh, freaking uh, um, the last two. Irv Kirshner Empire. was... Empire and Jedi had different directors. Poor Ron Howard. Marquand. Marquand was... Uh... Episode six. Yeah, yeah. So Irvin Kershner, but yeah, Lawrence Kasdan wrote them. Really? 
I'm pretty sure. What the fudge? Hang on. Let me double check that. Yeah, Star Wars Episode Five screenplay by, and Star Wars Episode Six screenplay by. Huh. I did not know that. Yep. But yeah, I feel like somebody was like, hey, uh, because, George, you, you're great with those first three things you made. Yeah, because after A New Hope, they were like, hey, George, you need a screenwriter, bud. Like, this is a great story, <laughs> but you need to need to have somebody bring it to life on screen for you. Joanne Rowling. Oh, Joanne and I, we've got some issues right now. I'm not even talking about that. I would love to talk about that, but we're not getting political about a different uh, series in this episode about Star Wars. But I was just shouting out the name of another person who needs a screenwriter. She has one. The third the third film will be screenwritten yes, by, by uh... Steve Clovis, the guy who did all eight Harry Potter movies, which were freaking delightful. Yeah, I'll tell you the truth about the Harry Potter films is I, I will get in my head about like, I don't know if I like these, you know, the books are so much better. And then I'll watch them and I'll be like, I love these. These you know, are so this good. This is the thing. This is the thing. John Williams has the power to do anything. It's true. Yeah, he does. That is like, exactly it, it, these, right. these, the Star Wars movies would be nothing without John Williams. Yeah, no, they would not be. It would be like, oh my God, do you, are you a fan of that obscure sci-fi series from the 70s and 80s? Man, it's got a great story. I just don't feel anything. Yeah, it's just, it's kind of like watching Star Trek The Next Generation. Yeah, you know? a, a John like, Williams score tells you how to feel without you realizing it. Yeah, I, I will tell you the, the God's honest truth, Ethan. I cried the, the whole, time. whole movie. The entire movie. The whole movie. I, 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 you don't need to tell me that. I could hear you. <laughs> just I was ready weeping. for you to be like, yeah, oh my gosh. I just it wasn't a ton of tears, but there was a lot of like <gasps> Yeah, I think I was too just too wrapped up in everything that was going on. I didn't actually cry until the very, very end. Until the last scene. Boy, oh boy, did I enjoy. I truthfully have nothing wrong with this movie. Like, I don't have complaints. Like, I don't want anything changed. I don't want them to reopen the book and do something different. I never have with these movies. But I know that's a popular opinion is to be like, well, if I directed it, this is what I would do. I wouldn't direct it. Yeah, I would. If they're like, Tyler, you should direct a Star Wars movie. I would be like, oh, no, 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 no. no I don't no, want no, that no. pressure. I don't want that at all. And here's my thing. Everybody yeah. was so scared for this movie. But I am a, like, I am a lost devotee. I stand by the ending of Lost. I trusted J.J. Abrams from the beginning to bring us home in a way that was going to be pretty much universally acceptable. With Star Wars? With Star Wars, yeah, because nobody's going to look at this. The, the, the people that are going to hate it are going to hate it either because it's not The Last Jedi or because they still feel like The Last Jedi ruined things. But like, or nobody's going to look... Don't like Nobody's going to look at there, the Rise of Skywalker of people, and be like, that was a bad ending. I would agree, yeah. I feel like there are people who... There's plenty of people who don't like any of the Disney Star Wars projects. They like saw... Force Awakens, and they were like, mm, no, mm, mm, not Legends. Mm, no, I don't think the so. The Force Awakens and then One is came... like is the best Star Wars movie. Yeah, I would agree. It is a new hope made better with better writing and better acting, and it looks better. Yes, it, it is better in every way. And then, but then after that, you know, Rogue One came out, and they were like, mm, oh gosh, definitely not. Mm. We knew it was going to happen. Mm, I don't know. Mm -mm. And it's like, okay, knowing the ending doesn't make this bad. It's the, it's it, the story. It, it does in Rogue One. It does not in Solo. I stand by Rogue One as a, as a trash fire. No, It man, just is. So it good. does not. It does not ever build stakes. They'll die. It, it, yeah, because it, it, yeah, we all know they're going to die because none of those characters exist. Well, did you know? No, they don't. I, they're dead. Well, yeah, but I, pff, they're all dead, Ethan. It was a long time ago. Okay, but like, you know what I mean? If they, they, needed, they needed a character to be in it from 
A New Hope. What? This is not. This is not the episode where we discuss what is wrong with Rogue One. No, it is not. I didn't ever get invested in any of those characters. It could have been so much better if they had gone down the original storyline they were clearly setting up with Cassian Andor being this this bad bad dude. Yeah, I, th- I did think it was weird that he ended up being like a good guy. Yeah, I didn't feel like his redemption was was deserved. But that being said, I still I, I every. Every time I watch a Star Wars movie, I like it more than the last time I saw it. I am still waiting for that to happen with Rogue One. That is the only one that I would delete from the canon. I have not seen Solo since theaters. I also haven't seen Last Jedi since theaters. I have not seen Solo since theaters either because I'm terrified to watch it again. <laughs> what if it sucks? Because I really, really enjoyed Solo and I defended Solo. I think we did it on this podcast. We did. We did do it on this podcast. Yeah, we, we've covered every Star yeah, Wars Yeah, we movie. did it with uh, Steven from Is This Adulting. Nice guy. Yeah. Steve Pappas. Steve Pappas from Is This Adulting. We did st- Solo because he has he's got like a whole Star Wars tattoo sleeve. Man loves Star Wars. Um, he does. I, but I loved Solo. I am afraid to watch Solo again. So uh, while you were gone, I got a great reply to my tweet about <laughs> TIE Fighters. And the answer? Uh, uh, Kiara Call Me, at Kiara underscore Call Me on Twitter says, and I quote, it's a cry for help. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm just imagining uh, TIE Fighters screeching through the air being like, help! I don't want to be an empire! <laughs> I don't want to be a pilot. I don't want to be a, I don't want to be a thingy. I want to join the resistance. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't even do the noise. Oh, I want to be able to do the noise. I, I, it's really oh hard my god. To make. I'm just going to uh while you're talking, I'm just going to YouTube uh a tie fighter sound effect to use later. <laughs> tie, uh, tie so fighter sound effect. 10 hours. I there love- we go. Tie fighter sound effect for 10 hours. <laughs> Is that what it sounds yeah, like? Yeah, it's <laughs> Uh, oh, this is a this is a ten hour loop of the score that goes on. It's called Tie Fighter Attack. Oh, yeah. well, what are you? And this is twelve hours of ATATs walking. Just squeak stomp, squeak stomp. <laughs> have you ever? Have you ever been? Have you ever encountered somebody that refers to them as at ats? Did you know that those people are correct? I no, they're not. They are according to whom. Well, it's it. I I agree with you that it can't possibly be because it can't be at ats and like what at streets. Yeah, at ats. Uh, so, what did you think of the inclusion of the Endorians in this film? I I thought it was weird that they went to like a moon of Endor and then didn't show any Ewoks and then had some Ewoks at the end. I thought that was. And we're weird not going to refer to them as Endorians, H. <laughs> Uh, for my full thoughts on hello from elsewhere no for for my full thoughts on ready player one be sure to check out full thoughts on the on the podcast hello from elsewhere please read (laughs) ready player one by ernest klein it's hidden in there i promise i mean that's a long enough book right he probably used all the words it's what he says my full thoughts on hello from elsewhere are that it's canon much like lady hawk it is canon yeah but who's canon Uh, it it is fun fact uh I used to think that um, when people said head cannon, they were talking about like shooting themselves with a cannon because the thing because be- the thing made them want to die. You ever see somebody say, "This is now my head cannon"? You're like, okay, but that's not that's not how that you can't just decide. It just that means that, that is- that's something. Okay, so I'm not. This is the one part of like weird like fanfic Stanny culture that I actually kind of agree with. It's just like people openly admitting that this is how they would rather think about it. Oh yeah, I just can't do it. I can't think of it that way. That's I, fine. Gotta, you don't, you don't gotta have gotta to. Work. That's not your head cannon. Your head cannon is 
normal cannon. Uh, you normie. You get, the end you of this movie pleb. features... Hey, 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 I want you to stop flaming these people, Tyler. <laughs> you prep. Uh, the end of this movie features two female pilots kissing. Uh, you know what's crazy it about does? that? Is I saw that... It does, yeah. And then there was a whole groan from our uh, Southern Virginia theater. Yeah. I didn't see that at all. Oh, they're like front and center, middle of the screen. Mm. Good for Star Wars. I would agree, good for Star Wars. Bad for, for Roanoke. <laughs> well, Roanoke decided to be a Second Amendment sanctuary. I don't honestly care what most people around here think about That's literally anything. <laughs> I know that they're wrong. Yeah. Uh, that was featured in this film. This film also, so there was, when we did our episode yesterday, or the one that came out today or whatever, uh, I listened to it. And a lot of the comments, especially from our female listeners and female friends of the show, were that they love Star Wars because... Of the strong female characters. Yeah. That Padme Amidala was this like awesome badass with a with a laser. You can leave that one in. You don't have to mark that. I wasn't going to. Uh okay. Uh and then, you know, that then then Leia was the same way. She was this beautiful, strong, powerful, and they were strong in government, strong with a blaster, but they weren't these like Mary Sue's. They were still like, you know, flawed characters. They're great. Uh and, and Ray obviously falling into <laughs> that vein as well. Ray obviously being the lead. Right. <laughs> uh like it's all I, about Ray. Yes, but the sequel trilogy. No, the whole thing. Really... The whole thing is about Ray. All nine movies, turns out. JJ Abrams, Abrams was just like, mm, it's about Ray. She will rise as a Skywalker. Yes, <laughs> but that's what it takes. Is that to to truly defeat Palpatine is to is to become and overcome. Yeah, for sure. No, I agree with that 100. percent Who were you like who were her parents? Did, did she Palpatine have a wife though? Like, I could influence the midichlorians. I mean, for sure. But but if he was going to influence the midichlorians to create a force being, why couldn't he just like I don't know, just wish her into existence like he did with Anakin? I don't know that he created Anakin. Gah, you're not changing my mind on that one, bud. I was under the impression that uh, Darth Plagueis created Anakin. Okay. And that Palpatine. Yeah, that's fine. Whatever. Him. He could clearly do the same thing that Darth Plagueis could do. Yes, because he's yes. a real Sith. Correct. But like, if we if we zoom out far enough in the story. But then we kind of come into focus the right spot. Then, like, Plague is creating a Force person in Anakin, and then... And then Sheev... That Skywalker... Creating a Force person in in, in Ray. Right. Sheev Palp. Yeah, no, the, the Ray's parents thing is still, like... Okay. When you were thinking no context spoilers as you watched the movie, what came to mind? Because I was just going to put the entire series of Harry Potter as my no context spoilers. Where, like, there's a Chamber of Secrets reference in here. Yeah. And there's a, a Killed Your Parents reference to ch- kill you. And there's a, like... There's you know, a lot of Harry thing, Potter though, influence here's the thing, here. Though, Chief Palpatine would have absolutely succeeded in killing Harry Potter. <laughs> Harry Potter would be super dead. You know why? He's practical. Yeah. He would have just l- he would have just dropped the baby on the floor. You think he would? Yes. An- Anakin did it with a saber. And Anakin lost. <laughs> <laughs> Not to the children. No, but he lost just like Voldemort did because he was arrogant with his power. And wanted to kill people with a saber? He killed the kids is all I'm trying he to say. He did kill the kids. But he, he, Anakin died the same way Voldemort died because he underestimated his enemies. He got arrogant with his power. He overused his powers. He let other people see what he was capable of. These are things that Chief Palpatine never did. And he didn't calculate Luke's midichlorians. That was, this was, this is the brilliance of Qui-Gon Jinn was like, I just met this kid. I think it's, oh crap. We're going to, we got to get him on our side. It's almost like midichlorians (laughs) were invented 30 years later. (laughs) 
It's almost like you can't go back and insert. This is why you should just make movies in the right order. That is that is a good complaint to have with Star Wars, but I, I love it all, man. There isn't a Star Wars movie I don't like. The, this this movie did a really good job of making explaining, the prequels not pointless. And explaining Benicio Del Toro's character. <laughs> no, I felt like... No. <laughs> Wait, who did Benicio Del Toro play? He wasn't in this movie at all, but no. he was in Last Jedi. What did he, who did he play in Last Jedi? His name's like No Rules or something, or like... He, his character's introduced to show that like both the Resistance and the Empire or, and the First Order are like wrong. What is his name? Jackknife. Hang on. <laughs> Why can I not find this freaking movie? In DJ. Who was DJ? I haven't seen The Last in Jedi Last in a long time. He is the character they pick up on their like side quest. That's who Rose and uh, Poe pick up when they go to uh, the casino planet. Oh, yeah. There were some dumb things in that movie. <laughs> well, we didn't know that that was going to be the case. It was like, oh, they could be setting something up great for the next film. Uh, and okay, so they did Well, I mean, to be fair, yeah, Ryan Johnson was supposed to do both of those. You think Ryan Johnson would have pulled Palpatine back? Do you think the plan all along was that Ray was... No, I, they've been very clear about the fact that Ryan Johnson didn't listen to the plan because they're not, they're not reactive. What do you mean? What, what, like, uh, this movie, to, to, for the most part, this movie has been done, obviously since Carrie Fisher was in it for like half of it, this movie has been done for a grip. Like it, it. They're not. So this is this movie is reactive. Is a reaction to the, to the Force Awakens. The Last Jedi was not a reaction to the Force Awakens. It was made like concurrently. Yes. So like they didn't figure the plan out ahead of time. Is what happened. They've been they've been pretty uh, transparent about this. They didn't figure the plan out ahead of time, and they let Ryan Johnson just write the movie, write the movie he wanted to make, and and they sort of found a way to squish them together. <laughs> I think what's interesting about uh, The Last Jedi, or w- about this film, is that it is a better close to the series than sequel to Last Jedi. Yeah, absolutely. Which is, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is, this, The Last Jedi pretty much could have never happened. This pretty much takes direct beats from The Force Awakens. This is, this is a sequel to The Force Awakens. Yes. Like, there's there not- there were moments- There's Last not Jedi a whole that lot that happens in The Last Jedi that matters in this movie. It doesn't there's make- There's the moment with Luke- yeah, for sure. And I think that was planned out all along. And, you know, I think if they knew Carrie Fisher was going to die, they might have let her do the Holdo thing. Yes, but there was no no planning for that. Yeah, there was no planning for her to just drop dead, for sure. Um, what was I going to say? Rest in peace. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I, th- this is a better... So this is a better movie than, than Return of the Jedi, pretty much in every way. Yes, I would, I would wholeheartedly agree with that. Return of the Jedi has all sorts of crazy stuff going along. But what, one thing that I think is important to remember about Star Wars is that, like, at the end of the day, this is a fun thing. There's, like, these fun light sword battles and this telekinetic force power. Yeah, this, and... is, this is a fun movie. This brought this... The Last Jedi was not really a fun movie. It was a beautiful movie. It was a beautiful movie, but it was very tense. Um... And I'm not, I'm not by any means changing my mind on The Last Jedi. I still love it. I think it's my least favorite of the three sequels. Just, like, immediate could... gut reaction. I will. I I think yeah. Like today, if I were to say that, I would say yeah. If if, if I have to go to the theater to watch one of the three right now, I want to watch the new one again. Uh, but I'm no, curious. No, if I how gotta I'll watch feel. one right now, it's The Force Awakens. I'm I'm curious how I'll feel two years from now when we're a little bit removed from this. Two years from uh, now, when we get into Christmas and there's not a Star Wars movie. Well, there will be a Ryan Johnson trilogy in two years. Uh, it depends on how much money this makes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I I am I am. <laughs> I am not optimistic with, about this this movie's box office potential. No, yeah, I, I feel like uh, there's been so much less hype for this than any of the other ones. Oh, I know. I wore like today at work was like ugly sweater day, which meant that you could just wear whatever you wanted. So I wore a Star Wars sweatshirt, and I talk. I would say I work with a pretty nerdy group of people, and only one of them was like, yeah, I have my tickets. I'm going tonight. Everybody else was like, I don't know. I'll, I'll see it at some point. And that to me, like when Endgame came out. 
when I walked into work the next day, like there was like a hush. Yeah. There was like a who saw it, who didn't. And then who like, can after I talk the Force to? Awakens, it's like I knew I had to see it opening night or I couldn't go to work the next day. Right. Exactly. So and and I do want to talk about Endgame and I not to draw the comparison too much because I think at the end of the day they're both excellent and they're both great but it, it's hard not to you know the closing of two major franchises in the I same year i think endgame did nothing but and i don't think anybody could have foreseen this happening but i really don't think any endgame did anything but hurt this movie's box office chances i would 100 percent agree because all, all endgame did was make people feel like they weren't responsible for movies anymore what do you mean like the the mcu had been so consistent for 10 years or at least for eight of those 10 years like there was an mcu movie coming out every every four months basically there yeah. were some ebbs and flows there but it's like when endgame finished people were like oh i can breathe i don't have to go to a freaking movie every four months yes like your average layperson was like okay the responsibility is no longer on my shoulders just for all movies like i think that existing in the same time as the mcu breaking all these records time after time only helped other but like the, that is the only way that jurassic world made that much money yes i would agree with that so like, and, I think this Jumanji movie came out was a billion dollar film. This movie came out one year too late. Yes. And I will say we watched the trailer for Scar uh, for Black Widow before this movie. And we also saw the trailer for Wonder Woman 84. And this trailer for Black Widow came on and I was like, oh, my God, I'm not ready yet. I'm not. I need more time to get over the MCU. And the Wonder Woman 84 trailer came on and I was like, I will give you two hundred dollars if you let me see it right now. <laughs> <laughs> I will leave this theater and go watch this. I still this. haven't seen Wonder Woman. I, I thought the Wonder Woman trailer looked amazing. She lassos lightning, Ethan. I'm not stoked about it taking place in the 80s. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> I do think we're a little, uh, as we enter a new decade, our our decade of retro nostalgia is going to shift. I think and, once... and for the next 10 years, it'll be the 90s. Oh, God. <laughs> no, no I'm, I'm good on retro for a while is the thing. Like we've, We beat retro into the ground over the last 10 years. I think that's just what people do. It's not, I think they remember. It's just not not though i think it is because i feel like there was a I, I, it's like 30 years removed nothing was the re nothing was retro in the 90s in the aughts that was innovation you, you think in the 90s there wasn't like a 60s movement like a uh, hippies return no maybe no maybe in the 2000s a tv show about the 70s or something i mean i i maybe one tv show bud i don't think that that's like a <laughs> a whole thing like the way that we have romanticized the 80s in the 2010s is insane to me it's been big it's been like it, and, and and the thing is like straight it, it, i don't i don't think we're gonna move on to the 90s i think we're still gonna be stuck in the 80s i'd be curious that's a, that's a sound bite we should hold on to i think let's check back in five years well, from now we're gonna see. have another season of strangers at least 2020 is gonna be plagued by that because we're gonna have another season of stranger things next year Oh, you're right. Stranger Things, that's the 80s. Stranger Things is ending next year. And Wonder exactly. Woman 84 comes out. Like, I don't think that we're done with the 80s. I, I would give it until probably 2023. And after that, I think we go on to something new. I think if you're looking, if, if there's anything that's going to be retro, I think people are going to latch on to this roaring 20s thing. I, I don't think that they will. I think I won't be surprised if the retro thing that comes out within the next 10 to 15 years is like refurbishing the original iPhone to run with like modern yeah to, to run iOS 11 or whatever it is 13 right or whatever we're on now that that time is coming yeah I would agree with that there'll be somebody that figures out how to do that and it'll catch it'll I mean I can't be I can't say anything like I love shooting film cameras it has definitely yes. become a hobby for me that I very much enjoy that's a 90s thing that's not a 90s thing i mean that's a I 90s remember. thing it's also an 80s thing and a 70s thing and a 60s thing <laughs> and a 50s thing and a 40s thing and a 20s thing and a 10s thing but that died in the 90s i would say that like if you 
1991 were like, I am going to open a photo development business. And in the 90s? In 19... No, 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 no. You're misremembering. In, in, if you opened a photo development business in 1990, you had 10 years of boom. Yeah, that's what I'm telling you. That's exactly what I was going to say. No, you said it died in the 90s. It died after the 90s. It died with the 90s. Yes, that, I guess that's what I mean. I mean, if you in 1991, you were like, I'm going to open this photo development business. I'm going to run it out of a shack. You'd make plenty but of it's, money. Yo, and it's then, back, though. That's the thing. It's like Kodak just turned its biggest year since 1998. That's wild. Yeah. Kodak put out a new product, though, didn't they? Kodak They have has a new, like, Instax or Kod- something? Fuji makes Instax. Kodak doesn't make any cameras. They have they, it in a so while. So they only make film. They only make film. Uh, so uh, Kodak was saved mostly by the movie industry, actually. It went out of... That's a whole different episode that we can get into. Uh, but Kodak went, like, bankrupt. And the film industry was like, no, whoa, 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 hey, hey, hold on a minute. We, you still got the goods, right? And they were like, no, if we go out of business, we're not making motion picture film anymore. And they were like, oh man, okay, hang on. We need that. We need that. Hang on, I'm checking real quick. Yeah, this movie, the, the, the Star Wars, the dang Rise of Skywalker was shot on Kodak Vision 3 film. Look at that. We bring it all together. We tie it back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Bacon and Eggs, a movie lover's podcast, where we always bring it back to the topic at hand. Yep, yep. This movie was shot on Kodak Color Film. I had a suspicion. I really liked it, Ethan. I really liked it, too. I'm very glad that I'm able to say that I really liked it. I can stand Ray here and be proud of this movie. Ray blew up a spaceship with lightning. Say that again? Ray blew up a spaceship with lightning. Yeah, that was wild. That was a moment of concern for me. I was like, what? What if they all win? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what if Skywalker doesn't rise? I mean, what if Solo, Ben Solo was a Skywalker? So what if that was the answer that he... It, it, I mean, it, it halfway was the answer because he, his, soul, his Skywalker side rose out of him. He, Kylo Ren died with a Han Solo force ghost moment that I am absolutely just refusing to process. Why? I just not, n- nope. Nope, not going there. You don't need to cry today? Not not like that, I don't. I uh not the like I miss you, son. Moment. Just didn't. I was. Yeah. I was watching it happen. I was just like, mm, nah. I'm not gonna deal with it. I'm just not gonna <laughs> just... feel this. <laughs> I, my brain literally just shut off. I was like, mm, uh-uh. look at that Harrison Ford talking I was like, to. Look uh... at, I, literally, I was sitting there. Look at the look at the stubble on Harrison Ford's face, man. This guy's still handsome. He's like 79. Harrison Ford sitting there talking to Adam Driver. Two greats. Two greats. I was, you I know? was literally while that scene was happening. I was thinking about like, man, Adam Driver's gonna hate having to watch this scene on Fresh Air. What is Fresh Air? The NPR program. Did you not hear about this? No, I guess you I really not. have been off Twitter, man. Adam Driver, like, uh, what was that movie he was just in? <laughs> not The Rise of Skywalker. Marriage Story. Marriage Story. So uh, he's supposed to get, like, a Best Actor nomination for Marriage Story. Um, yeah, he acts the crap out of himself in that movie. And he uh, he is notorious, apparently. I did not know this until recently. He, like, can't watch his movies. Why is this? It's just they give him some kind of crazy anxiety attacks, and he doesn't like watching himself acting. That's pretty normal. A lot of he, actors he gets, don't watch No, he gets, films. like, a weird, like, out-of-body experience about it, and he just, like, can't do it. And so he had been on Fresh Air with Terry Gross before. It's, it's like the NPR program. I've like, never heard of this. You should you should hear of it. I've heard of Tiny Desk. I've heard of The Broadswords. The Broadswords is not an NPR. Well, everybody should be listening to the broadsword correct <laughs> but also you should listen to fresh air with terry gross it's like an interview show it's like the like radio interview show okay that's fine <laughs> can you go on yeah i'm just telling you you should you should, this is something you should know about as a, as a podcaster as a public radio th- person um but yeah so and 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 
he had been on the show before and expressed that he didn't like this and and didn't want to like have to watch and hear clips of himself acting and they they worked with him and then he basically went on to talk about the marriage story and they played a clip or whatever and he just like took his headphones off got up walked out of the studio really and people like the press took it and was just like screw adam driver can't you know perform as an actor or whatever adam driver's great yeah i'm team adam driver here i think that they they didn't he made it clear again that like he doesn't want to do this and they did it anyway and like that's despicable I would agree that being said do you ever listen back to your jokes on this show and be like I'm hilarious I really am funny yes but I also just... don't get like out of body anxiety about it like no and we also play ourselves on this show <laughs> right yeah the, the character I'm playing for the most part is Ethan Edchill as he normally is right <laughs> I think a little bit more about movies on the show yeah I vocalize more of my like thematic opinions <laughs> yeah I'm just looking wanna... at a. I'm looking at the technical specs for this movie like they mean anything to me. <laughs> Do, did you think maybe just for one moment, maybe maybe not even a line, just a, in the background? Oh, there's a Jar Jar Binks. I heard you say they're gonna meet Jar Jar Binks, and I literally thought in my head that would be the worst thing that could happen right now. <laughs> I thought. I mean, they included the Andorians. They they have to include Jar Jar. That's... They don't actually. They have these ships just falling out of the sky over random planets. I was like, oh, we're going to Naboo. Cool. We didn't. Nope. We did we not to... go to Naboo. Why does everyone go to back to Jakku? <laughs> Roses are red, violets are blue. Why does everyone want to go back to Jakku? <laughs> but we did. We went back to Jakku and we, we had a good time. We went back to Jakku? Just for a moment to see a starship fall on yeah. another starship. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. Forgot about that. Where do you think the people came from from the Sith world? Ethan? No idea. There was a lot of people that were all of a sudden there. Like, I thought yeah. they were very much alone in that very big room. And then all of a sudden there was a crowd that like was chanting. And I was like, who are you people? They're all little Snokes. But there was also, in addition to a chanting crowd, there was also like people piloting all of those ships. Yeah, that was the other thing is like, where did you get this Navy? <laughs> I, I, cool, you made all these boats. They, yeah, they, uh, they appeared out of the ground. And that was a neat effect. That was, that was very, very cool. I thought you were just forcing them to float. I thought this was like a, a feat of the force. I did not realize. Well, because they, they panned back to him and he had his hands up. Right. <laughs> I didn't realize these were being piloted. That makes your force trick way less impressive. I think they were being piloted by first order people. They were piloted by first order people. I think so. Yeah, I think that. I think that originally they were just unmanned. So the dude that kills uh, Domino Gleason. Yeah, General he, like, Pride. Bows down. General Pride. What a freaking sinful name. P R Y D E. Uh, he was like, I will serve you again as I did in previous wars. Was this like a Clone Wars character that they brought to life? I have no life? idea who he is. I was like, who are you? What are you doing here? What do you mean you'll serve him again? Yeah. Uh, I'm sure if I go back and watch the other one, there's like, all right, let's let's go to Wikipedia says he existed in the First Order only. So maybe he's saying like, I do this, I believed in you all the time kind of thing. Right. I I I was on your side this whole time. It was it wasn't about Kylo Ren or or Domino Gleason. It was about you. It was always about you. His name's General Hux. General Hux. <laughs> he was like a major character in the first movie. wasn't wasn't about you or Charlie Weasley. It was about Charlie. Weasley. It was about you. It was about Sheev Palpatine. Sheev. Why did they name him Sheev? They could name him anything. I and have they were no like, idea. <laughs> when playing Pride, Grant took inspiration from Peter Cushing's portrayal of Will Huff Tarkin. Is it Will Huff? I thought it was Moff. Uh, no, Grand Moff is his title. What does that mean? What no is that, idea, what but I did, I did know that was his title. I did not know 
what it means. Well, I don't know what it means. Okay, so that's not like already a naval term. That's 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 a that's a made up I, term. I, I mean, it could be. Uh, <laughs> after Supreme Chancellor Shia Palpatine transformed the Republic into the Galactic Empire and proclaimed the Jedi fugitives, Tarkin became the Empire's first Grand Moff and regional governor of the Outer Rim. Uh, Grand Moff was a political title in the hierarchy of the Galactic Empire. Grand Moffs were governors of oversectors, which were grouped star systems and sectors that demonstrated signs of unrest. Can I tell you one thing I love about Star Wars? Yeah, go is for it. that the, 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 the fandom... There's like segments of the fandom that know so much about Star Wars, but it is so apparent when you watch the the 11 films that like J.J. Abrams, Ryan, Ryan Johnson, and George Lucas do not know that much about Star Wars. Oh, right. It's like, it's the same thing I come back to with pirates. Like, where are you getting this backstory? Right. <laughs> it's a ride. Like, it is, it is a fairground ride at Disney World and Disneyland. <laughs> It's a freaking water ride with animatronics. They don't tell stories. <laughs> well, that one, it, it, the story changed after the movie came out. Did it? Yeah, I, I, it I, have, I, did, I did not go to uh, Disney World prior to like 2003 when that came out. No, I I, I did, but I, I don't think I was like, yeah, let's do Pirates of the Caribbean. Let me I think remember I was like, the story of Pirates of the Caribbean. But it's like, right. you know, everybody claims this backstory of Jack Sparrow. I'm like, where are you getting this? There's no Books. Right. There's there's not like a maybe there's like a spoken word tale that I don't know about, but I feel like somebody at some point would have been like, oh yeah, okay. I think so they're just making I was on stuff up. Like this article. There's there's a long article about what a grand moff is. This is made up. <laughs> That's the thing. Is like it's like George didn't write the book. I get that, like, yeah, Star Wars had the EU, and like that doesn't exist anymore, which is great. Yes, but now Disney has almost just as much EU. No, stuff. that is not even close to being true <laughs> there were like 300 so books do you ever i read you i back, read like 26 star wars books that were just absolute garbage yes i checked them out I of was, my elementary school library one at a time and you were like and you're like i'm gonna i'm gonna love these I'm, I, I love star wars only makes sense that i'll love these yeah it was like the phantom menace that was dope <laughs> It's the year 2000. I'm going to read books with my eyeballs. What's next? Uh, I listened to Ahsoka. That book sucked. Ahsoka was a voice in this movie. Uh, Ouch. She talked to Ray. She talked to Ray. Did did Hayden Christensen do a voice in this movie? That's what I want to know. Uh, let's see. I, he had to have. I would be so upset if he was excluded from this. Hayden Christensen, Anakin Skywalker voice. Yeah, because he, okay. he, 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 I definitely heard him. I definitely picked him out. He said something like that was very like Vader-y, very like reformed Vader. I don't remember which line. But yeah, it was uh, Anakin Skywalker, Luminara Unduli, Ahsoka Tano, Ayala Sakura, Mace Windu, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Obi-Wan Kenobi the Older One, Yoda, Adi Galia, Kanan Juris, Qui-Gon Jinn. Yoda says two things, doesn't he? I don't know. It doesn't tell me what it says. It's just the credits. Oh, okay. They're not listed like, oh, FN 0878 has nine lines. <laughs> like, it's just the IMDb uh, credits. <laughs> Yeah, I did like I I because I was thinking about it and I was like Hayden Christensen got a lot of hate for his portrayal of the role, which I because he was founded. really bad at acting. <laughs> so was freaking Mark Hamill. Yes, correct. Mark Hamill's still bad at acting. Luke Skywalker's <laughs> performance in this movie was horrible. Yes. <laughs> All of his deliveries, I was like, have you ever spoken with Daisy Ridley off camera? Never, never. I don't even think they were in the same room in this movie. 
Like, at least his delivery in, in episode four had some freaking, you know, panache to some it. Some chutzpah. 3PO! 3PO! He at least just yelled things. Old Luke is just like, I'm Luke Skywalker, I guess. I feel like he the doesn't know what The weapon of a Jedi do. deserves more respect. I feel like he sounds like an American person doing a British accent, but the British accent he's doing is doing an American accent. Yeah, he sounds like, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly, he sounds like somebody impersonating a British person impersonating an American. Yes. He sounds like if you, he sounds like what I do when I try to mimic Benedict Cumberbatch's accent in Doctor Strange. Yes. Dr. Nice Palmer. hamburgers, Dr. Palmer. Ray, enjoy the hamburgers. <laughs> <laughs> the weapon of a Jedi deserves more respect. He sounds like John Mulaney. Like he's a, he's like he's like an old person it trying can to do, get more weird. He's like an old person trying to do a John Mulaney impression. Yeah, I thought I thought Luke was poorly acted in uh, horrible. six in, in in this one and in the last one. They at least gave him uh, something to go on in the last Jedi. This one definitely J.J. Abrams was like, oh, fine, Force Ghost Luke, get over here. I don't want to deal. I don't want to deal with you. Hey, hey, Mark, I make more money than you do. I don't want to deal with you. <laughs> Mark, you're a whole thing is that you do this in the Joker. So just leave it at hey, that. Hey, you know, give me the Joker delivery on this real quick. Let's just see what that lands like. <laughs> do the laugh when you talk to Ray. Do the laugh. There was a surprising <laughs> lack of Palpatine laugh in this movie. That Ian McDiarmid, man, he has such a good voice. I expected him what? to do the like... He did do the do it thing yeah. in this movie. Tells Ray to kill him. Do it. Man, oh, that, scene, that scene where her and Kylo Ren pull the lightsabers out, and I'm like, ah, they're united. They're going to do the thing together. And then he's just like, mm, no, actually, I'm going to kill both of you. There was a bunch of moments where I was like, well, that was a major character death, and we're just going to keep on moving. Yeah, there was a lot of, no. uh, there was a lot of, like, not dying, though. Like, Leia people, died. Leia died. Kind of, like, unceremoniously. I Well, you know. Must have been kind of tough. It must have been kind of tough. Yeah, she definitely didn't get to film that last scene. Correct. That was somebody that else. That was somebody else. <laughs> but, like, there was no chance that Chewie was dead. I thought Chewie was dead. No, I was like, wow. No way, dude. No way. No shot. I thought, that was yeah, the, I That's thought my it... only flaw with this movie is they did not do a good enough job convincing me that people were dead. Ne not for a second did I think that Ben Solo wasn't coming back off that cliff. Yeah, ben Solo almost dies a few times. Yeah. His plane like, crashes, she, and I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's, there was no way. I, I, I thought <laughs> that they might get rid of him like that just for, because they, they, they blew through every trailer scene. This is what I love these movies they blew through every trailer scene in like 10 minutes well except the throne was in the trailer and that was that was pretty was late it? in the film yeah. i don't know the, the but like the 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 like ray jumping over things was like her first training sequence kylo ren's you know doing the pulling the sword out the, the, the lightsaber out the way he did in the trailer is like literally the first scene yeah he's straight up wreck some folks yeah, that's literally the first scene in the movie. So I, when she shot his ship, or when she ripped the, the arm off of it or whatever, I was like, he might just be dead. Well, and then when she stabbed him through the stomach, I was like, oh. oh. When she stabbed him through the stomach, I did. there was no way he was dying. Well, because she'd already rescued the basilisk. Not a chance was there any way she was or he was dying. Same as when Palpatine threw him off the cliff. There was no way he was dying. I knew, I, I, I could see exactly what the hand grabbing up was going to look like. Yeah, well, when they, when they, like, I could tell from the where the camera was when they zoomed out after after she fell over, I was like, oh, here comes Kylo Ren. Yeah. Because they're panning down, but they're not just going to drop into the earth. But no, even, but that's what I'm saying. Even when they first threw him off, I was like already imagining what that was going to look like when he grabbed one hand up and a dramatic orchestra strike happened. Did you feel like the orchestra strike to start the film was not 
accented enough. Yeah. As did I. Yeah. I feel like they turned the volume down on it. I don't think they re-record yeah. the thing each time. They might. I don't think they do. I think that somebody was like, this is too loud. <laughs> you're going to scare some and folks. Turn it down. And that's the, the thing. is like you're supposed to be scared by it. It's supposed to terrify you. Forget the insane epileptic third act of the movie. I, I don't have a problem with it. I didn't have a problem with it either. And they, they had warnings, so I'm cool with that. But if you're going to have the epileptic warnings, then you can make that first strike louder. Yeah, I just think that it was somebody was just like, yeah, let's dial this one back a little bit. There's no way they record it every time. That can't be a, pe- a thing. I mean, I can't imagine it takes that long to record. It's not like they have to coordinate it to the music or to the movie or anything. They just No, for sure. But like you got it perfect the first time <laughs> that's true like in you got it in 1977 i guess we could listen to all of them and see if there are minor differences between them all right well i'll be back in five minutes <laughs> i'm gonna have to make like a playlist is the problem <laughs> yeah it's definitely different it's different between new hope and empire that one doesn't surprise me that much keep going though um it's like you can you can hear how they were sitting differently in the room play them all at the same time no that one might be the same hang on I'm going to have to make a playlist is the problem. That'd be quite the skill. Somebody gets in the car with you and like the song starts playing and this is a very rare moment where you get to shine. And they're like, oh, oh, the Star Wars theme. And you'd be like, yeah, which one? Like, oh, no, it's... (laughs) This is is Phantom Menace. This is Attack of the Clones all day. Listen to the cellos. Listen, Listen to the freaking oboes. You think this... You think this is sequel trilogy? Wow. Yeah, the trumpets are in, in like, a, a little bit across the room in The Phantom Menace. <laughs> it's, it's like you can you can hear it when you listen to it back to back to back. You can hear that, like, they do actually record it every time. Well, there you go. We've there we learned go. something new today. Hang on. Let's let's go. Rise. Let's see if the Rise of Skywalker. Uh, nope. Rise of Skywalker soundtrack is not available. I will tell you, I did get a little bit nervous about this movie. I was off Twitter, but I hadn't seen the uh, um, Rotten Tomatoes score Oh, they're score definitely yet. different because in in uh, in freaking, uh, that's wild. In in The Last Jedi, instead of uh, what I think is is like trombones, the the like the bottom notes are French horns. Really? It's like, it, and they may always be French horns, but it's a much softer French horn in The Last Jedi theme because it's a much less defined, like there's the da and then the da 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 is much less like defined and 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 separated. It's different. It's legitimately different. I, I would believe that they recorded each time because it does segue into the, the ships flying. So it, it does matter. Yeah, but it's been the same ship flying music like three times. Well, there's nine movies, so. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Oh, it's my recent searches. I couldn't figure out why it was why the, the screen that I was looking at was all the Star Wars themes and then Penguin James Penguin by Brad Paisley. <laughs> Penguin James Penguin. It's my, it's my recent Spotify searches on uh, my desktop. Anyway, in the description, there's a link to a Spotify playlist that's just all the main themes. <laughs> I will, oh I will make that while I am editing this. <laughs> Either mental note, gonna go ahead and make that. Yep, I'm I'm doing it right now. Actually, I'm so proud of you. Anyway, it's uh it's rap time, bud. Is it really? It's we're at an hour thirty one, so let's start moving that way. Oh my god! All right. Well, uh, so let's let's talk breakfast food. This is the end of the Skywalker saga. This is. Uh, what should I put them in release order or chronological order or machete order or what? What do you mean? Oh, 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 oh. I would put them in chronological order. Chronolog- this seems like an appropriate time to start with Phantom Menace. Oh, but I already started with <laughs> with a new hope. I can I can I can read it. Did I just put Oh god. I've already lost my place. <laughs>
the suggestions of what to add are the Imperial March, Darth Vader's theme, uh, the Avengers by Alan Silvestri, uh, the Imperial Suite by Michael Giacchino from Rogue One, Concerning Hobbits by Howard Shore, and the the big like noise from uh, from from Inception. Inception. I was gonna say Inception. And, there uh, we go. The Batman theme from Danny Elfman's Batman, the original motion picture score. Uh, the Good, the Bad, the Ugly by Ennio Morricone. Uh, Arrival to Earth by Steve Jablonski from Transformers The Score. Transformers colon The Score is the name of the Transformers uh, soundtrack, by the way. Huh. And then uh, theme from The Godfather. People do love The Godfather. That's been on my... Uh... Hey, maybe you should just get around to watching this list for a while now. Hey, you should probably just get around to watching it. They're they're all like three hours long. Yeah, that's the thing. Is people are always they like, are, hey, you should. They, get I cannot to watching express it. how three hours long they are. <laughs> what is know? it? Attack of the Clones. <laughs> I can't remember the Attack name of the Star of the Wars movie. <laughs> Add to playlist. Okay, I'm on Revenge of the Sith. Means I only have three left. Anyway, let's let's do some rap. What's the what's the breakfast food? Ethan, do you know when I hop? does free pancakes um no every so often ihop does free pancakes oh, 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 oh. i thought you meant do, do i know when they do it like <laughs> no i are you familiar with the I fact you that were they about do, to do say this. like oh it's may the 4th <laughs> all i'm saying is that it's a, it's a great deal it's a big deal and a lot of people they're not going to take advantage of it but a lot of people do okay so you said hold on let me just get this straight you said chronological right yeah how do i edit you can just drag them on a playlist on a on the desktop. Yeah. Uh, oh, you can indeed. Right, I know. All right, all right. I used to make the playlist for the uh, the Bacon and Eggs Radio Show at. Uh, okay, so let's just Newport let's just WCNU. run this down real quick. The they are called Star Wars Main Title and the Arrival at Naboo. Star Wars Main Title and Ambush on Coruscant. Star Wars and the Revenge of the Sith, which is my favorite Harry Potter movie. <laughs> And then A New Hope was just main title, and then Empire Strikes Back was Star Wars, parentheses, main theme, close parentheses, and then uh, Jedi was main title, parentheses, the story continues, and then this one's an even better Harry Potter movie, uh, main title and the attack on the Jakku village, oh. which actually, yeah, that's that's a pretty good one, and then uh, Last Jedi was main title and escape. Which one is, hold on, for, your, for for a bonus point, which is the shortest? Which do you think is the shortest? It depends. Immediately it comes to my mind. It depends upon when the track switches, but what immediately comes to my mind is Revenge of the Sith, because my assumption is that the space battle is a different song. Wrong! Revenge of the Sith is the longest one at 7 minutes and 29 seconds. Okay, so, but but my reasoning still stands. Correct. Space Battle appears to be part of it. Yes. Uh, shortest at 2 minutes 56 seconds is uh, Phantom Menace. What ship is it in Phantom Menace? Oh, it's the um, Trade Federation ships. They're landing. Yeah, that makes sense. So anyway, free pancakes is a great deal. But hold on. A lot of I, people will be hold like, on, hold on, I don't hold on, know. Hold on, hold on. I don't mean to keep harping, but I, I'm sharing this playlist with you because it is, once you listen to all of them, like I need you to listen to, literally listen to the da-da-da-da-da part and that's it. It is shocking how different they are. I'm so glad I was right that they do it every time. You're, you're, you're incredibly right. It is it is shocking, shocking how different they are. I don't know if you can tell on Skype. I did get a beard trim today. I think it came out looking really nice. Uh, it does look great. You'll see it in person tomorrow at at, at friends, Friendsmas. We, I will indeed. I still need to go buy my Friendsmas gift. Mine arrived today. I know what I'm getting. I just need to go get it. I'm very excited about mine. Are you listening to all seven main no, things? No, Spotify is very slow to open on desktop if it's not already open. <laughs> Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-
I will tell you that uh, A New Hope, they really did get it right. Though the trumpet player on Return of the Jedi really holds that note out. <laughs> You're so into this. <laughs> it's This is fascinating to me. Cause like I know what the Star Wars theme sounds like. I don't need to listen to it, but like they're so different. The, the, there's almost no difference between uh, Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones. If there is one, is imperceptible. Did are you? Do you have it? No. It, for whatever reason, it's not opening. No. Well, so I'm trying to find you on Spotify so that I can look at it. Do I need to make it? No, it's it's public. I don't know. Let's see if it opens. Why do you have that like switchblade knife at your desk? I don't know. It's not a knife. I know. It's just like a. It's 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 just you know what it is. It's a. First of all, it's a battle song, not a switchblade. Second of all, it's uh, it doesn't have a blade. Yeah, it's it's. Like I, a I am tweeting this link to this playlist just for funsies. No context tweet. I left the default like Spotify wording. Okay, I'm listening right now. Well, I I clicked listen. Of course, it's not work. Why would why would anything ever work? Okay, Phantom Menace sounds really nice. It does. Those sound the best, but like the the heart is there on A New Hope, and it's got the bells. Oh, Revenge of the Sith is a good one. A New Hope is it doesn't hit hard enough. Yeah, but I like the I like the slight bells i like empire a lot empire i think is what the quintessential one is to me i think i think that's the one that you hear like if it were to play on the radio this but is you hear the what one i'm that saying though that, that on on return of the jedi that dude really holds that note yeah and then the new ones are just they're not there force awakens is missing something like literally like there are notes missing yeah so it's the same with the last jedi it's and it's a different instrument doing the bottom notes or it's a different they're conducted differently i don't know uh <laughs> Any responded to my link with a with a gif of Matthew McConaughey from freaking uh, Interstellar watching the Star Wars crawl and crying. Anyway, let's 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 wrap this up. We did an episode, man, and now I gotta go edit it and put it out. I know. Okay, so I got I, I'm forty minutes. You, free pancakes, and then uh, ranking on the big board. Uh, is this the best movie we've seen this year? Is it not? I don't know. Is it better than what is it in top spot? Jumanji: Welcome to the Jungle. If it is, then it is better than that. Yeah, I mean, th that's the thing is, like, I think that that is, that is definitely the top spot, but I think we have it, like, better than Coco. And it's better than Coco and Frozen 2 and Klaus. Is that the current big board? Yeah. I don't, I mean, yeah, this is, this is, yeah, this is fine. That's number one, dude. It's the last Star Wars movie. Like, come for my Star Wars if you want to, if you want to beat it. Like, this is the last time we're going to get to put a Star Wars on the big board. So, yeah, it's number one, dude. It's Star Wars. Okay. Okay. I, I'm fine. I, I'm, I'm, I'm game. I, I am rationing, rational, rationalizing it in my own head. <laughs> I loved it. I'm all in. I'm also excited to talk Jumanji with you. Uh, Same. I might have to see it again. <laughs> I know, because now, like, my brain is full of non-Jumanji. Yeah, I, I know. I saw it, like, I saw it at, like, 1 p.m. before we were about to record, and I was like, cool, I'm gonna go in Jumanji hot, because I straight up didn't watch it when we did Welcome to the Jungle. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I, I did not. It. And I just like, you carried me enough through the episode that I could like remember what was going on. <laughs> so I was, I was super stoked to actually like talk Jumanji and, and know what I was talking about. But then we didn't get to do it because Star Wars. Yep. So now we got to do right. it later. So now you need to plug our social media and then uh, I guess uh, that's it. That's it. Yeah. So you can find us anywhere you get your podcasts. I know, but you know that because you're listening to the podcast. Anyway, um, we, uh, Bacon and Eggs is a production should I say that? No, we haven't announced that yet. You know, whatever. No. Bacon and Eggs is brought to you by us, me and Tyler. We love doing bacon and eggs for you. Sincerely.
us. That's nice topical Dear Evan Hansen reference you got there. <laughs> I think. That's right. It, well, he did, they don't say us. They say me. Yeah. But yeah. You and me, I've but been, mostly I've been me. On a We're going to make a podcast lately. together. It's been nice. I haven't had you a what? Theater, I've been on a theater kick recently, and it's been nice. I haven't had a theater kick in a long time. My theater kick has been going on for about 10 months now. Yeah, I think I sure. just like theater now. Oh, definitely. But like, I, I, I mean, I, I've always liked theater, but like, I go through like phases with everything that I like. But like, I've been listening to a lot of like show albums recently. It's been nice. Anyway, um, I'm Ethan Etchill on Twitter at Wow Now, but the O's are zeros, and Tyler is at America Carlin. It's America R L I N. He's also there on Instagram. I'm Edgehill Photos on Instagram, and the podcast is Bacon and Eggs Pod on Twitter and Instagram. We have a Facebook group you can join and talk to us about Star Wars. I'll be on there tomorrow talking about Star Wars. And if you really want to get there, get to me directly. You can go in the Discord server and at me directly and i'll see it pushed to my phone because i'm a good discord dad um uh, i won't <laughs> yeah you should you should turn that back on it's never been on for yeah, me you should turn it on oh, like sometimes good. i need to get a hold of you there <laughs> <laughs> but anyway tomorrow at, at tyler about star wars i'm sure you'd love to talk about it but you can join the discord for three dollars less than the price of one lego coffee per year and yeah you will get access to the discord server you'll be able to talk about us we talked about that beginning anyway i don't know i'm still talking even though i'm just adding work to my own plate by talking more which is fine um our graphics are by vaishan brandon who looks exactly like or uh looks exactly like finn but he won't admit it because he's never seen star wars and uh, he admits it he was he was fit for halloween one time whatever i'm just mad that vaishan's never seen star wars he's at graphite.vmb on instagram you should go check him out and buy stuff from him as well as andrew scott bell who did our wonderful music which is not quite as wonderful as the star wars main theme but it's pretty freaking close it is pretty it's about as close as it gets it's pretty freaking close good thing by Andrew Scott Bell you can find him anywhere the internet is andrewscottbellmusic.com or at Andrew Scott Bell on Twitter he's a great dude miss him a lot wish I could get more music from him anyway um, I think that's everything we do at the end of the show uh, it's been a long day I've, I've been Ethan Edchill he's been Tyler Carlin and until next Star Wars Arrivederci always <laughs>